Hey friend, have you heard about the Hookster Creek Ministries Translation Project? Currently, we're working with missionaries and pastors worldwide as we translate Awake My Soul, Three Ways to Ignite Your Relationship with God. This is a new resource that's out there to help anyone walk through a one-on-one time with God, a personal one-on-one. God is all about building relationships with His children. And friends, sometimes that can be a little intimidating and you don't know where to start. So this resource, it walks you through three biblical practices within a minimum of 15 minutes. And we're translating it in multiple languages. So if you'd like to be a part of this translation project, log on to hookstercrick.com or find us on patreon.com backslash Red Rover. Are you ready for today's episode? Let's start the show. Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. We are challenged to live a life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just a typical everyday? We unpack the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas most of us can work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend, and I'll introduce you to some of mine as we engage in coffee chats about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday woman. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and you're listening to the Red River Podcast. Welcome to the Red River Podcast. I'm so glad you chose to join me for today's episode. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and this whole month of October, I've been sharing with you about Operation Christmas Child. This organization works to share the gospel with children in a hundred different countries in their native language, which is so incredible. We have been encouraging you to pack a box with goodies from things that they need as far as like toothbrushes, hygiene, shoes, and then even some fun items like toys and games and those types of things for one child at least. Or you can donate to Samaritan's Purse through our fundraiser link, fundraise.samaritanspurse.org backslash H2C. Again, that's fundraise.samaritanspurse.org dot org backslash h two c you can find out more information about operation christmas child in our show notes today in today's episode i invited a friend of mine who has been working with an organization that is spreading the gospel to groups of teenagers and young adults who love skateboarding surfing and rock this organization has reached hundreds i'm talking hundreds of kids for Jesus in a unique way. And I can't wait for you to hear all about them. Today's chat was so much fun with my friend, Daniel Salsi from whosoever. Since 2006, Daniel has been involved in countless organizations and ministries that helped others. He has spent years pouring into youth organizations and adults, spending time in places only God could orchestrate. Some of those are working with marriage groups, addiction groups, and unprivileged and hurting youth. Through his love for people, he created a skateboard ministry called Octave 8 that encourages healthy activities and replaces negative places in life with a positive one. This led to his most recent ministry, working closely with the group of celebrities that call themselves whosoever. Daniel loves sharing hope and the good news with others. And whosoever is hosting an event 
in Katy, Texas on December 8th with artists from Brian Welch, from Korn, Ryan Reese, the author of Kill the Noise, and Sunny Sandoval from POD. If you'd like more information about this event, email at info at onelovehtx.org or check it out in our show notes today. Friends, I can't wait for you to hear about whosoever. So grab some paper and a pen and with your favorite cup and let's dive into my chat with Daniel Solsey. Hey, Daniel, thank you so much for joining me on the Red River Podcast. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, I am excited to talk with you today and I know you are a very busy man, so I don't want to take up too much of your time today, but what does a typical day look like for you and how do you get it all done? (laughs) We'll just say crazy. Uh, Between, uh, I'm a full-time realtor, also uh, running a spa, and then ministry. Ministry is my heart, but you know, quite honestly, everything is ends up being ministry, no yes. matter what we're doing. So, um, it's just, it's just a passion. It, it because we're doing what we're called to do, or what I'm doing, what I'm called to do in my family. Mm-hmm. It's fun, mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel like work most of the time. Uh, but I do get tired. (laughs) I bet. I bet. Do you have like set schedules on, okay, so this day I'm going to be working with mission or ministry this day. I'm going to be at the spa this day. I'm going to do real estate. Like how do you structure that day? So that's a great question. What I typically do, the the girls uh, basically schedule for the spa when they need me. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of the, the, uh, follow up, you know, as needed. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I oversee things in the background. So that's good. Real estate, uh, is our, our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just kind of do that. And ministry has been a, a strange one because I never know when something's going to happen. So I, I do have to schedule that once, once someone calls me, like I had a Galveston group call me and, um, I just couldn't fit it in that week. So mm. just definitely saying, okay, next Wednesday at this time I'll be there. But, um, that's the beauty of real estate too, is I'm kind of my own boss. So I can, I can move things around and, and make time. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you know how to prioritize, even though Galveston, it was tempting. I'm sure you're probably like, Oh, I really want to be there because they, they want me to serve in this area. And I know this is where I need to be, but you knew, okay, for us, I can't, I couldn't do it right now, but I re I asked them if I could, you know, come another time and they're, they're good with that. I think so many times when we're in ministry mode, we tend to think that we need to say yes to everything, but knowing that that's not how God wants us to, to work because we will get burned out. We, and we'll overcommit and, and then it, it's not as um, progressive or as um, fruitful because of all we're putting our eggs in too many baskets. Yeah, it's funny you say that because that been in ministry 2007, 2006, 2007 is when God really woke me up and brought me into it. And I will say there was a time I remember sitting at a stoplight uh, at our old house, just tired, so mm-hmm. tired. And I was telling God, I was just like crying out to him, why am I so tired here mm-hmm. uh, and everything? And like I'm doing all this for you. And <laughs> the Holy Spirit just spoke to my heart and said, what are you doing for me, that I'm asking you to do, what are you doing? Because you won't say no to it. What do you, what do you on mm, your own? Phone? Yeah. And that was a real eye opener. I was like, I told my wife, I got home and I was like, we got to slow down. We got to ask him what mm-hmm. he wants us to do and stop saying yes to everything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Well, Daniel, how did you recognize the way God was leading you to step out in faith in this calling? <laughs> you got a funny story. Um, I, I ignored it for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tell the story a lot. I, I remember in my early 20s, um, I was sitting in, in uh, my mother's backyard with a beer in one hand and a cigarette in the other and just gotten back from who knows what. And I just started weeping. I was mm-hmm. sitting with my brother and he asked me why I was crying. And I said, God has called me to be a, a youth pastor and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And he said, why? And I go, look at me. <laughs> How can I be a youth pastor? Look at me, look at my life. And uh, I think because of that, I, I ran from it for so long because of the shame and the guilt and everything. And I thought I could never be good enough and I could never stop and why, you know, the enemy just got me trapped. Mm. But in a series of, of uh, great moments with God and, and people that have poured into me, uh, I woke up from that and um, realized he's been doing it for a long time. And I think what we do sometimes is we think we miss a window. And I had yes. a great mentor tell me uh, that was the funniest thing I could ever say, because he said, if God is knowing, he knew everything that you would do up to this point. He didn't miss any windows. That's a mm. fleshly thing to say. He said, what he's doing is he's not giving up on you and he's chasing you. When are mm. you going to say yes? Mm, that's good. That's really good. Wow. Absolutely. Cause you're right. I think so many times we think that, you know, we know when God has called us to do something, but if, if we're resistant, we're like, oh, I missed that opportunity. And that's right. totally a lie from the yeah. enemy. Totally a lie. Yeah. I, what your mentor said was, was good. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So you now are um, working with whosoever. So your ministry, can you tell us a little bit more about whosoever and, and what they do and and who, who do they serve? Okay, sure. The the whosoever's are a group of uh, celebrities that have just been radically transformed, just woken up by God. Ryan Reese, he was the original uh, Circa skateboard promoter and skateboard manager. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he, he OD'd th- on it three times. And on his third time, that's when God really, really woke him up. Um, he was friends with Sonny Sandoval, who began the Whosoever's and the movement probably almost 16 years ago. But he was doing it alone and introduced it to him. And, and Ryan said, I, I want to leave this world and I want to just chase after ministry. And at that time, that's when Brian Head Welch from Corn and Lacey Strum from Flyleaf came on board. And Whosoever's were born at a church in Las Vegas at an event that they were asked to all go to. Hmm. And it started off, yeah, it started off reading uh, the, the young people. So a lot of people think the whosoever's because of the way their marketing stuff is, it, it is very much aimed towards the young people because that's, it's our future. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're a little bit more moldable and, and ready to hear. So they started off going to skate parks, uh, places where, uh, you know, a lot of, Churches, not that they don't want to go, it's just not in their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So they thought, would it be a perfect opportunity? It's what we all do. We all hang out. We like music. And uh, they started going out and just creating contests. And uh, they pass out free merch and uh, cash prizes and everything. And then they always have someone there, like one of these guys, that'll say, before we pass out the prizes, before we get to the free merch tossed out, we want to tell you our story. And one of them will tell their story. And it's just always so powerful. And it never fails. 
whether it be 30 kids or 300, like the event we just had in August, mm. uh, there's just a, a, a quietness in the crowd that just is listening. And at that time, they they do their, what I guess what we call in the church an altar call, but it's so different because it's it's like, you've either heard something today that that God is, has been stirring your heart for a while, or he just stirred your heart today. And if he's been stirring your heart for a while and you, and you want to pray and ask God to come in and make this real with you, we want to do that with you. Or two, if you're still unsure, we don't want to force you, neither does God, mm-hmm. but we want to also pray with you uh, to ask God to make himself real in your life, if that's what you want. And we will have hands and uh, thumbs and everything just go up going, yes, I want it. We that 300 and something people that we had uh, in August, we had probably, uh, we counted over 60 something kids that, that had their thumbs and fingers raised and everything. Wow. Yeah. That's and they awesome. all came, yeah, they came and found us afterwards and they wanted to talk and their, it was their stories, you know, are just so cool. And, and they're always the big, probably the biggest one is I've never heard about Jesus like this. Mm. It's always felt so judgmental or mm. I had to, had to be a certain way and, this is not what I've heard or I'm used to. So it's the authenticity of the gospel is come as you are. God's ready for you right now. Let him work the kinks out. Right. Uh, you don't have to do that. And so then we're able to connect them to churches that are partnering with us and say, this is a safe place to go. They think the same way we think they want to love on you and they want to just help and guide you along. So that's really and, cool. Yeah. So it goes to, that's where the biggest one is, but now, as we've progressed or as, as the movement has progressed, uh, it's really just everything. We're, we're hitting halfway houses and sober living homes and rehabs. So uh, young adults to adults, um, we're, we're going to, now churches are getting more receptive to mm-hmm. it and wanting to have gatherings where they realize, hey, we keep thinking our congregation is, you know, one way, but they're, they want to hear this too. Yeah. And so, so we're starting to get people open to allowing us to come in and share with cool music and the testimonies. And it always ends in just a bathing of prayer that is so crazy. And I'll be honest, Candace, I, I for years I've heard about stories in other countries where people go for missions and you hear about these wonderful awakenings and these many revival of sorts and mm-hmm. healings and things like that. And I and I always say but that doesn't happen here. Mm. And I'm shocked. Uh, I was shocked when I spent time with them through Arkansas and different places uh, where Ryan Reese, the leader of the whosoever says, I see just as many people come to faith in the U S as I do uh, in other countries and just as many miraculous signs and wonders because that's who God is. He's unchanging. Amen. Amen. That is really cool. That is really cool. And okay, so you guys are on the ground. You are ministering to tons and tons of kids, tons and tons of people in general. And I know, I know the enemy has to be very angry with what you're doing. And so I'm sure as you have been walking along this journey, what types of setbacks have you guys had to face? And how did you persevere through those setbacks? And and what kind of lessons did you learn? Mm. Yeah, I, I think the biggest that we're we're feeling recently um, is is unity, mm. uh, and I hate I hate saying this, but it's like unity of churches. Mm. Uh, it's it's uh, tends to be if it's not theirs and theirs alone, 
they don't want to have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. And, and at first that really began to discourage me. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming back because I've been trying to bring the whosoever's here for three and a half years to Houston. And it's just been impossible. And after I witnessed it and a week long of this powerful uh, experience with, with God and these guys, I was crying in my car driving back from Arkansas and it makes me cry every time I think about it. Sorry. That's okay. It's okay. Um, I was just talking to the Lord, just going, why is this so difficult? I know it's not yeah. just Haiti or Houston. Right. Uh, you know, what's happening? And, and immediately on my heart, the Holy Spirit said, you have the wrong team. It was so sweet. It was just like, son, you have the wrong team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, well, that's great. But uh, that's the only team I know, the people that I know. Right. And, and I just, I said, well, if, if, if I have the wrong team, then you need to create the right team. You need to show me who they are because I don't know who they are. Right. And it wasn't, um, and it's, it's that releasing. When I finally said, I'm done trying, Father. I'm done trying to do what I know. And, and I, I catch myself doing that so much, even though I think I'm giving it to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. The second I just wept and said, it's yours, I'm done. He, it was an hour after I arrived back in Houston, I got one phone call. And that one phone call uh, began with a, a meeting with coffee because he was so overwhelmed at all the pictures and the videos that he, saw, he needed to hear about what happened. And it was just been this domino effect of mm. new introductions in the Houston and Katy area uh, and all around that has just been exploding. And I've got all these people that are involved now uh, I've never known before. That's so cool. So, yeah, really incredible. That's that's probably the biggest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the answer, again, it, it always comes down to it. My wife, she she's wonderful. Uh, it's always the question of, uh, have you prayed about it? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, or have you released it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I, I can completely relate to what you're saying here because uh, that has been a struggle for me, even with, with our nonprofit as well as just finding unity, finding, finding others to come alongside. And so hearing your heart and hearing how God has really um, pressed on it to release it has very, it's challenging me to, to do that myself and just say, okay, God, what, what do I need to be looking for? What is this what, what am I missing here? Because I must be putting you in a box and you don't belong in a box, God. Yeah. Amen. That's, that's the truth. <laughs> so how, how do we find out more about whosoever and the upcoming event that you guys got coming on in, in December? Cool. So the, the best way to, depending on how, how you like to do things on uh, social media or whatever, we have, we're both on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. And it's at whosoever's HTX. So Houston, Texas, HTX. Or the best place, which I love, is our website that we created. And it's called uh, the number one, one love HTX.org. And that goes into a plethora of information, the scheduling, who's coming, bios, uh, where we're going to be, the times, the dates, everything. Okay. Uh, and also, uh, you know, the donation links and all that kind of stuff is on there. Okay. Fantastic. And, and guys, I, I just want you to know these links will be in the show notes as well. So if you did not catch that, how to get a hold of whosoever and find out how to reach out to them, it'll be in our show notes. So make sure you check that out today. Also, what are kind of, what are the largest needs that you guys have right now? We're asking first and foremost uh, that we just can't do without is prayer. 
we mm. just abating yes. of prayer. I know that sounds uh, so churchy or Christian easy, but no, we can't do without it. Mm-hmm. There, there's so much coming at us in, in different ways that we're yes. not afraid of. Yes. Uh, it's like you said, when you're doing things like this, when you're punching holes in the darkness, the enemy's coming after you. Um, yes. But the cool thing is God's already won. We know yes. that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. So bathing us in prayer. We're, we're asking for doors to be open that, that no man can open. We're asking for doors to be closed that we think uh, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be walking through and just guidance. Yes. That's number one. Two, uh, we, we are just asking for any connections. If anyone hears that and sees on the website that this is something that they think their church or uh, their, their organization might be interested in coming alongside or sending people to or partnering with, uh, we, we need that. We, we need more unity because as we grow as One Love HTX, we're going to continue to have more things like this, whether it be mm-hmm. pop-up concerts at, at parks or other skating events or surf contests or fishing contests. We need to know who's interested uh, to come along uh, this non-traditional uh, sharing of the gospel because that's what we're going to do. We're going to go have fun with people and, and naturally uh, just share the gospel with them and figure out, you know, their needs. So That's and then cool. three big would be um, uh, the financial side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not as big as, as I thought it was going to be, but it's still a big number to me. And when mm-hmm. I hear, some, I heard, I heard one guy tell me about his, uh, his fundraiser that he was doing for, for one evening and just to break even was uh, almost as much as we need for five days. So I was like, okay, I feel better. <laughs> so, so we're at, we're at uh, 40,000 for the five full days and that's all the transportation and airfare and food and okay. um, the Airbnbs. We got, we've got some great deals already. So it's, it's diminishing that number a little bit, um, but everything counts. And, right. Yeah. That would be huge. Everything is tax deductible. The, our partner church, uh, friends of ours at Union Houston mm-hmm. uh, is basic. They're they're kind of our board, so they're helping monitor, uh, you know, where the money goes and how it's spent and all that stuff too. But it's all deductible through them. Fantastic, fantastic. So, what's next for you guys after all of this? Ooh, okay, yeah. So that that's the the next is going to be what I call uh, the One Love HTX continuation and uh, treasure hunting. So okay. we, we want to form a, a bigger group. So if anyone's interested out there to get involved in things like this, we want to form a group of people that we uh, train to go out and relationally meet people, chat with them, talk with them. These other events that we do, like I said, surfing contests, fishing contests, we're gonna have all kinds of different stuff um, and share testimonies, you know, our stories, just like we do at the whosoever's of the skate parks mm-hmm. uh, before the, the prize pass out or whatever it is. And, but also just meet people that are hanging out there because God is so cool that way. And I always talk about how, like in real estate, uh, I'll be showing a house to a random person I've never met before. And I can see something wrong with her countenance. And I ask them if everything's okay and boom, a door flies open. And next thing you know, we're praying mm-hmm. and asking God for his intervention on things. So that's what we do. It's just like, we don't have to preach from stage. We don't have to shove anything down. We can let them have fun right. So and, right. and just meet them where they are. So we're going to be looking for lots of people to help with that and create more events and more excitement and also partner with uh, organizations in the Houston area that can meet the needs as we meet them, like mental health groups or human trafficking groups 
addiction groups, all kinds of stuff that we want to say, these are good places to go to as we meet them. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that you're, you guys are being Jesus with skin on. Cause that's exactly what Jesus did. He would yeah. meet them exactly where they are and he never forces anything. He never forces his own agenda. He just saw their heart and, and knew how to get to that, to where he could minister to the person that was standing in front of him. So I love that. I love that. Now, Daniel, what's a cup of wisdom that you can offer our listeners today who might be struggling to live this life on mission? What's a word of encouragement or maybe even a scripture that you might could tell them to hold on tight to as they, they walk through this journey? Hmm. I'll have to share my life verse. Okay. Mine was first Timothy six, 11 through 12. And I remember sitting crying at a kitchen table one day and I was just, uh, this is always hard for people to hear sometimes. It's just honesty. I was cursing God because my mm. life was falling apart or things weren't going my way. Right. And I saw that verse and, and my spirit was just sparked to go find it. I saw the address in a book and I went to go find it to read what it said. And it said, oh, you man of righteousness, flee these things and pursue love, joy, hope, godliness, steadfastness, peace. All the fruit of the spirit was mm-hmm. there. And in, in a matter of just a split second, God threw in a ton of information. It was, I love you. I, I understand where you are. You have the right to be mad at me. I can handle it. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Throw it all on me. And, and uh, but <laughs> yeah. these are my character traits. Mm-hmm. Are you following me in all these places? If you do, you'll see me. You'll be with me. You'll mm-hmm. experience me. And, and it just made me realize how much I try to control, how much I try to do, and truly who he is. And so that's what I go back to a lot of times when things are kind of apart, I'm being discouraged. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go back to those, those things, those fruit of the spirit and say, Father, where am I missing you? Where, right. where am I seeing myself or depending on myself? And show me how to release it to you. Right. Yes. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, Daniel, for for all your little nuggets. Thank you for telling us about whosoever. And I hope guys, you, you will go and check them out and show them some love. Cause again, they are being Jesus with skin on right now. And to a people group that they need somebody who's real. They need somebody who is not going to be preachy, preachy, but just love them. And so if you're that kind of person, if you want to serve that way, then go ahead and reach out. The link again will be in our show notes. Daniel, thank you so much for joining me today and giving me some of your time. I really do appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Candace, for having me. I, I appreciate it. You know, understand, so thank you. Hey, friends, thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you found a nugget that resonated with you from today's episode. If so, there's a couple of things you could do to help us bring more quality episodes. First, follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. That way you don't miss a single episode. Second, share this episode or two with a friend. And third, write a review to tell us what you enjoyed about today's episode. I read every comment and structure our next episode to best suit your needs. So if there's something you want me to discuss, let me know. Thanks again for tuning in to this week. I hope you continue living a life on mission.